0: Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of the Resilient Leaders Podcast, where resilience in leadership is not simply a good idea, it's required. I'm JR Briggs and today we're going to explore the topic of receiving feedback. I live by the strong conviction that resilient leaders must be feedback junkies. Resilient leaders aren't merely open to receiving feedback from others. They do more than that. Resilient leaders crave feedback. They proactively seek it out and are always asking, how can I do this better? I love feedback. But many leaders have asked me, why would you do that? Why would you seek this out? For some of you, this may feel masochistic. They, many people believe it's painful and it's scary and it's awkward not just for you but potentially for those who are giving the feedback and yes it's all those but I not only love feedback, I need it in order to be a better leader, and so do you. Because one, I know I can always improve. Two, I would rather know the truth than try to read people's minds, which I'm not very good at anyway. Three, if I can do something better, why not learn how to do it from others who can help me? And four, why wait until later to make the changes that I need. In the seminary courses that I teach, I don't wait until the formal course evaluations are emailed out by the registrar at the end of the semester. Each class, in some variation, I ask my students, so what has been most helpful and what do we need to change next time? Most classes I spend the last 10 minutes or so asking and discussing with my students the two Steve Jobs questions. At the end of every meeting, Steve Jobs would ask these two questions. What did I make most confusing in our time together? And number two, what did you learn in here that will help you the most out there? Their feedback has been incredibly valuable. I tweak my courses. I even tweak what I'm going to teach in the course and in the curriculum even the next week based on much of their feedback. Here's what's surprising. Most of the time, my students are right. The changes keep me on my toes and they help make the quality of the learning experience better and the level of engagement deeper. Feedback is like driving the car. Steering, even on a long, straightaway piece of road, isn't about making one large adjustment every few minutes and then staying still. No, it's always about these small, almost unrecognizable adjustments and tweaks to the steering wheel every few seconds to remain on the road. This is the feedback posture of resilient leaders constant, small adjustments as we go on the road. A lot of this develops our emotional intelligence. Emotional intelligence, of course, was made famous by the work of the author and science journalist Daniel Goleman. The definition of of EQ, emotional intelligence, is the ability or the capacity and skill to perceive, assess, and manage the emotions of others, of ourselves, and of groups. And the only way that we grow in this is to seek out regular, honest, specific, actionable feedback from people who know us, love us, trust us, and want what is best for us. I don't know about you, but I receive feedback much better when I'm asking for it rather than when someone else initiates and wants to give it to me. (laughs) Every few months, I draw on my courage when I'm tucking in my sons ages 13 and 10 individually at bedtime, and I ask them this incredibly scary but important seven-word question, how can I be a better dad? I'm not saying this is easy. In fact, asking it most of the time is excruciating, but I want to know and I want to be the best dad I possibly can. And when I ask this, I take a deep breath and I steel myself for what they might say. And by God's grace, they are often affirming, but they also give me specific feedback in an area in which I can grow. It's a sacred moment and it requires so much courage, but I'm so glad that I do it. I not only learn, but I also sense the process is deepening trust and helping connection grow stronger in my relationship with my sons. See, there are a few fundamental assumptions in resilient leaders and their need to seek out feedback. We can always get better. Nobody has nailed it perfectly in leadership every time. We need a feedback loop outside of ourselves from people who love us, trust us, and want what is best for us. Others can see where you need to improve. More quickly and more clearly than you can. And regular, smaller, informal elements of feedback are much more important and helpful than one large, formal, annual review. It's like regularly spraying the flowers a few times a week for a few minutes or dumping a gallon of water on flowers once a month. One will make the flowers grow, the other will drown the flowers. I cringe when I'm around leaders who supervise employees. And I ask them, when and how are they receiving feedback on how they're doing as a leader? And oftentimes I hear this, oh, I'm sure my employees, if there's something they need to talk to me about, that they would just let me know. I want them to shoot straight with me. Really? I think. Are you sure about that? That's a really bad assumption, especially with people with their superior or their boss. They're not able to be fully honest unless they're asked first. Because of the power dynamic, it has to be welcomed and initiated and a safe thing prompted by the boss, by you. A few years ago, my wife and I spent a few days in Las Vegas. Now, we're not into shows. We don't gamble. We aren't late night party scene people at all. So why do we go to Vegas? I decided to pursue something that's been on my bucket list for years. I enrolled in trapeze school. The experience was amazing and the instructors were fantastic. And I found myself growing in confidence, expertise, and executing the moves more and more throughout the day because of the ongoing feedback and instruction from these wonderful and skillful trapeze artists. After I'd fallen in an attempt on the bar and I dropped safely into the net below, I rolled off the net and the instructor on the ground called me over in front of a large flat screen television. My moves had been recorded by a camera that was hoisted far above the swings and he took the remote, he rewound it, the the tape and in slow motion, he showed me how my legs were not straightened in time, and he encouraged me next time when I get to this one point at the arc to straighten my legs earlier in the process. And I thought, aha, I see it now. That makes sense. And The next move, I nailed it. I would never have been able to accomplish my goal had it not been for that video uh, showing me and the instructor carefully guiding me through how I can make it happen up on the trapeze swing. It was quite a rush. Now let's get practical. What can we do as resilient leaders if we want to grow in receiving feedback? A few things. First of all, we can ask better, more thoughtful questions. Refuse to ask other people, what do you think? Or did I do a good job? Generic and thoughtless questions always result in generic and thoughtless answers. We have to be more specific. Here's a, uh, Here are a few good questions. Give me the last 5% of the truth I'm not looking for what I want to hear. I'm looking for what I need to hear. How can I do it better next time? Or what were the one or two things that were the strongest that I need to keep doing? What were the one or two things that I need to improve on the most and why? And how do you think I go about doing that? What do I need to keep? What do I need to add? What do I need to tweak? What do I need to chuck? You can also ask for feed forward. People tend to be more honest when it feels more theoretical in the future rather than trying to pick on you and be critical of the past. And so, I like to ask this question, if I were to improve just five or 10% more the next time I did this, how could I improve? The second thing is to develop a group of people around you who can give you ongoing feedback in order to push you to be a better leader. I love what uh, what Adam Grant talks about. He said, we need a challenge network. These are people who love us, who will be completely truthful with us where we need to get better. They push you and they say, you know that presentation you gave? I know you tried hard. I know you prepped well, but it fell flat. There was no engagement with the audience. You can't do that again. And here's what I'd recommend three ways to improve it. That's what a challenge network is. When you have people who can give you feedback and ask them Uh, And you can ask them thoughtful and pointed questions. Good things happen. My friend Josh Meyer wanted to grow. So he approached 10 friends and he asked them these five questions. One, name one thing I do well without putting putting any effort into it. Two, what three words would you use to describe me? Three, name one area of my life where you see room for improvement. Where can I get better? Four, if you were put in charge of the world's resources, what would you assign me to do? And five, what happens when I walk in the room? Good or bad, what shows up when I show up? I've done this exercise myself and I've led several leaders who I coach through this feedback process as well. Yes, it's scary and vulnerable, but it's fruitful and worthwhile. And the third thing, when you do receive feedback from others, receive it graciously. Don't be defensive. All you need to do is say two simple words. Thank you. Thank you. That's it. No, it doesn't mean you always agree with them. It doesn't mean that they're always right. It means that you're thanking them for taking the time to share with you, to be courageously honest with you. People are giving you a gift a full-length mirror, and it's as if they're saying, here's to showing you what you're really like if you want to see it. I highly recommend Sheila Heen's book, Thanks for the Feedback, and I'll make sure to put that in the show notes as well. Now, once you have that feedback, then later you can look at it and look for the trends and the themes and the patterns that are there. Maybe once you have those themes, you can ask a trusted friend, here's what I've heard. Here's the data on me and my leadership. How much of this do you believe is true and how can I move forward? Yes, receiving feedback is difficult, but feedback is the breakfast of champions for resilient leaders. It's how we grow. If you don't want to grow, don't ask, but that's up to you. But the resilient leaders I know are always curious learners looking to improve. And if we don't have honest and frequent feedback, leaders often fall into a rut. And then we can become defensive and unresilient. Feedback is not a curse. It is not something to be feared. It is a beautiful gift wrapped in ugly wrapping, but it's worth it. Well, thanks for joining me today. Make sure you check out the show notes, including how you can contact me, because I would love your feedback. I mean it. I love hearing from leaders. How can I make this podcast 5 to 10% better than it is thus far? Connect with me. I'll put that information in the show notes. This podcast is produced by the venerable Joel Limbowen at On a Limb Productions. Visit onalimproductions.com for all of your video and podcast needs. Thanks to those of you who've left a review on iTunes or Stitcher. If you haven't done so, uh, that so so far, would you do me a favor? Would you drop me a review? It'll take 45 seconds and it will help us tremendously. And if we can partner with you and your leadership to help you navigate the new reality, let's talk. Leaders, be faithful, available, teachable, and hungry. Keep leaning in and learning.